Should we talk about raising Let's Arizona? Do it. Okay. Wait, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> this was a good one. <laughs> nice work, guys. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, welcome everybody back to another episode of Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Got to it. Got to it before you. Got to it right at the same it. time, maybe a little bit before you did. <laughs> we, of course, used to be a John Carpenter podcast, of but ours, we no longer are. So don't let Duh. the name confuse you. We used to be. On uh, brand, and now we're not. Yeah, <laughs> which, now is, we're going which through... is on brand, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We we try to be a little like left of the dial here. You know what I mean? Oh, a little God. off kilter. A little... Oh, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. we're okay. we're actually mm-hmm. like uh, the forefathers of alt podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we release all our episodes on vinyl. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> That's right. They come out months after yeah. we record. Right. <laughs> And we work. They're so our episodes are so uh, long that they're on like they're on, yeah, seventy-two LPs. Oh, <laughs> but evergreen, yeah. So, you know, ev- every every episode's a box set. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, now we go through different <laughs> genres of movies, different categories of movies, and yeah. we each nominate yeah. a movie that we think is the best. The best. And uh, and then we battle it out in the movie dome. Battle it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're in the middle. We're at the the tail, the, the end, tail end. The yeah. tail end. I don't want Dylan to correct me when oh I say my God. <laughs> about where we are in the time frame of, of movies. But we're on our third movie. Mm-hmm. We did Dylan's pick. Of the, of, oh, yeah. Really tied the room together. Yeah. By really the way, I'm Brett Battiston. Oh, hey, Brett. Brett. <laughs> I'm Dylan Hawes. Hi. I'm Tucker. And um, this uh, this, this is our, one is yeah. our our Cohen Brothers series. Yeah. Really tied the room together. Mm-hmm. So far, we did. Dylan's pick, which was Inside Lewin Davis. Correct. Yeah. Uh, we just did Tucker's pick, Fargo, and this week we're hey, doing betcha. my pick, Raising Arizona. Word. And just as a reminder to folks listening, if they haven't listened to the other episodes, we decided for this series that rather than like picking our favorites, yeah. we could all just we just roll a dice we roll the dice because we all like the co- most yeah, of the Coen Brothers movies quite a bit. It is just basically yeah. a roll of the dice, which is our favorite, which is the best. Yes, which is the best. So we're, basically, we're seeing if we can argue for a, a Coen Brothers movie, kind of at random. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and see if we can make a compelling case for why it's the best <clears throat> uh, of their oeuvre. Oh my god, is that the right? Is, am I using oeuvre right using in that context? Properly. I think so. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. It's probably one of those things where I, you've just heard it in a million different contexts. Yeah, so, so many times that the you actual think you right, know. the right <laughs> way to do it is like something way more specific than you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Only re- like refers to like right, cla- yeah. the the works of classical musicians or something like that. Oh, God. Know? That's but probably just, true. If only there was some kind of like information portal that we could I love type on, into the uh, on find true story out this answer with, to this. Uh, Tig and yeah. Cheryl, how the, that's, they were there like, 
There's no way to know. <laughs> I know. I love that. Tig's always like, there's no way yeah. to know. There's yeah. just no way to know. <laughs> I love that podcast so much. I know. Me too. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, yeah. Okay. Raising Inside Arizona. Lewin da- Inside Lewin Davis, yep. which was Dylan, which we all love. my role. Yeah. Loved um, it. Fargo. Fargo. Which we, we all loved. We all loved yeah. it. And now today is... Raising Ra- Arizona, which, which we all Oh, my loved. gosh. I'm so uh, glad that I got this movie after yeah, watching yeah. it. I was I, like, oh, my God. this It's been a while since I've watched this movie. It hit me in- It's uh, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, it hit me on new levels sure. this time. When yeah. was the last time you'd seen it? I think before Finn was born. Okay. Okay. So this is the first time as a parent. Yeah. Nice. Mm. And so it definitely hit on, yeah. like, a whole other level. Yeah, I had yeah. just rewatched it in the last month. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. And fuck, dude. Hell yeah. I love this movie <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. good. Mm-hmm. And it's really great how. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> this movie kind of is what Glenn calls an, uh, a Homer. What does he call it? Oh. On, on the Way Homer. Uh, uh, is oh. that what he says? Or uh, oh, Homer. Yeah. Away Homer. Away Homer. Away Homer. Yeah. Homer. Like the the Coen Brothers Already comedies home, are kind of like Way Homers. Yeah. Where Especially you kind of yeah. have to like You gotta let them marinate. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Although I do okay. Are we gonna go into it? What's our history with this film? Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing it not in the theater, but mm-hmm. on video while I was I don't know, sixteen and I loved it i remember Mm -hmm. like immediately thinking it was awesome it was hilarious it was it seemed so different than anything i'd ever seen before uh it wasn't what i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be like this some goofy romp and it's Mm -hmm. something else and i i just loved it uh and i've i don't know i've probably watched it 10 times including twice in the last year (laughs) yeah so that's it. That's my history. Br- Tucker? Uh, um, uh, uh, next. Uh, next. <laughs> I, I thought there was going to be video. more to it, but uh, as it was coming out of my face, I realized that's it. That's all I need to say. That's all it. I saw it on video, probably 88-ish, I would guess. Okay. When it the came year out on Lord, video. My birth, my birth year. Because <laughs> oh that's what I would do as a kid. So I was like 10 years old. And I loved it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I don't know how many times I've seen this Yeah, movie. it's... It's, a lot. It's fucking holds up so yeah. well. I remember like it gets better every time. When I hadn't seen it for a long time and went back to visit it like in my early twenties or something, and that's when it really hit me, like yeah. just how amazing it was. Because oh I think God. before I just kind of I liked the energy of it and I thought it was really funny and I, yeah. I liked the feel of it, but I didn't really it's possible I didn't really know what those elements were at sure. that point. So, right? Yeah. Uh, at best, I could pick up on it being somewhat cartoony. Yes, it's but, like Looney mm-hmm. Tunes. And actually, I bet I saw it on video like as soon as it was released on video mm-hmm. because I used to go spend weeks in the summer with my mom and we didn't have fuck all to do, so I'd just rent movies yeah. constantly. So it's I would watch everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I saw it a bit later. Because uh-huh. um, well, you weren't born until 88, so. <laughs> yeah, right. so I think I saw it probably when I was like 17 or 18 or okay. something like that. What did you think? Uh, what did you think, Brett? I thought it was good, but I didn't. I was like, okay, that was pretty funny. Sure. Like, it wasn't as funny as like Big Lebowski to me. Okay, uh, which I had seen before Raising Arizona. Okay, uh, so it wasn't like I think I was expecting it to be like a lot more uh, cerebral. A lot, no, just like a lot more like jokey joke. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Because mm. like in your face, like obvious joke. Yeah. Which is funny because now looking at it, I assume you see it more that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I it's think fast flying jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nonstop. This movie it's... is. No, but I think it's not like, I think it's kind of like happening. So f- it's so fast paced. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the opening 10 minutes of the movie yeah. is oh like so filled with like different funny moments and jokes <laughs> that like. I think you, a lot of them can just like fly past oh, you. Yeah, yeah. That like, I, it, always, I think it does. Like the more you, every time I watch it, the yeah. better I like it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I like this movie way more than I did the last time I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> to the point now where I'm like, yeah, this movie is so fu- yeah. so great. <laughs> I remember Sometimes that being I get the main... menstrual cramps real bad, <laughs> real hard. <laughs> real hard. <laughs> I, th- I think that, that, that's actually one of my favorite moments in the movie is when I always forget oh, that moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first like revisited this movie, my, my big takeaway was I was like the, I was like, there's more laughs before the credits start than anything than in almost any other movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just that funny. Well, and, and Yates sand. That's Holy what I was about shit, to say. Man. That that was a oh, that yeah. was an earworm with my yeah, friends I and I. That, that so was much. you ate what? You ate sand? You we ate sand? You ate sand? Yeah, that was that was our that was a constant refrain. Fuck. Like okay. Nicholas Cage is, I loved Peggy Sue got married when I was yeah, a, I still do. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. So much in that movie. Yeah. I thought it was he so is, unusual and like that was the first time I remember Nick Cage knowing in who the he 80s was. Eighties is amazing. And then this is like the next year. Yeah. And he's just so fucking good. He's amazing just in this off movie. Off the charts. Like Yeah. He, and the language, the writing of his dialogue, the way he speaks is the, so Oh my gosh. Just beautifully delivered. In, his, like, in his hair. <laughs> The doctor told us, explained to us that her insides were a rocky place where my seed could find, find no, no purchase. purchase. <laughs> Just well, constantly, he talks way, like that the, the entire the, movie. And the <laughs> framing of all of that stuff with like uh-huh. the two of them sitting in Holly Hunter just like, <laughs> oh, she's fucking awesome in this too. Oh, yeah, she she's is good. so great. Everybody, this, everybody in this movie in this is, movie so is exceptional. This yeah. movie, oh my God. I, as it was happening and it's so clear, like so clear like v- vivid mm-hmm. which is the most it's vivid so of all of their colorful, films is, yeah and so colorful and the the uh the style they're borrowing like uh their buddy sam raimi's evil dead cam a few times is that you what know? that is okay that like makes sense that, that when opening when he's getting the kids that's when what, he has the dream and they're going it goes over the car and then oh, up the ladder yeah. and then and the scream the mom turns around screaming yeah. right oh, yeah okay like, that's that. totally like evil dead cam and they yes. do that a few times yes yeah but uh there's but, so much that's barry sonnenfeld shot this i think wasn't yes, he? Yeah. yes yes so there's just so much of that stylized look to it that it, there is, they change from movie to movie depending on what the do. material of is of course and but that's like, what i this mean is this is like a, got the energy of a an out of control cartoon yeah and it's, it's also so vivid so like and colorful and, mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's everything. a perfect movie and it's so you guys. perfectly paced <laughs> it really and, is there's but, not a second that yeah. feels and there's like actually, all their movies are pretty perfectly it's paced true. honestly and, but this one goes so fast and yeah. it's only a 90 some minutes yeah. right and there's like so much sweetness yeah. in it mm-hmm. too i think that carter burwell's score like mm-hmm. the sound that dreamy it is yeah. so uh, sweet it, and i think i i was saying this before that it's like the most upbeat and positive of all of their films yeah, it I'm, really I, is yeah I agree with you and, and 
and I mean, we, do we need to explain what the movie is? I, no. I realized oh. that we don't do that, and I was getting right. self-conscious about that, that no. we don't no. ever spend time explaining <laughs> the movie. We never just give a, a quick little summary. two-line synopsis no. of yeah. what it is. No, I'm not into Should that. we start doing that? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, um, you come so, prepared. So I'm coming to the very <laughs> yeah. end. With, you, you watched it. <laughs> well, because I made that comment that it was, I don't, one of our previous episodes that I, that this movie has the most uh, optimistic ending and you guys pointed out that it's just a dream mm-hmm. but I still think it's supposed to be the reality because all the previous in- integrations of I- iterations of his dreaming mm-hmm. come true so there's no reason to presume Good that point. this iteration at the very end doesn't also come true so I, I think it mm-hmm. actually ends on an upbeat positive um, optimistic I- note and I would none of their too, other movies except I do. just don't believe in that kind of upward mobility. I know. Because that place at the end where they have that long table and this huge family and everyone's like upward mobility. It's solidly still, middle class where I know, people it's still live stri- in a trailer. No, in the no, no, they're still of the living desert. in a trailer. When they, when they walk come in, in, yeah, but then there's that the dinner scene, and that's well, not just the same the, place. Well, they're not in this. They destroyed that place, so it's a different place. I mean, they got a double wide. Right. I mean, they've, <laughs> they've been able to manage the it's double all wide. Table. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a huge table like that in a double wide. <laughs> I mean, for a holiday, not perpetually. Yeah. Come on, all right, come I'll, on. I, okay. I kind of take that the dream at the end to just kind of be more like. Yeah, uh, I don't think that they're gonna have Thanksgiving symbolic. like that. Yeah, right. but they're 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 gonna be together and they're gonna wind up being able to have children. Is the way I take it, and be happy yeah. together, or, or, or at least. At the satisfied. very least, that they're willing to, because the whole thing that Nathan Arizona yeah. says is like. Keep trying. Keep trying, yeah. yeah. So just sleep on my, at least one night. Like I think it's more symbolic of like the fact that they're just gonna keep trying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not mm-hmm. necessarily that the, it's gonna come true and like all that, but they're I, just that's my point, yeah. is it's optimistic. And yeah. none of their mm-hmm. other films that come to mind are that optimistic or optimistic at all. Right? They're they feel more nihilistic or at least uh let's say realistic <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. you know life is meaningless and you're just going to exist and then no longer exist yeah. and this one feels like a push towards but you can enjoy that or have mm-hmm. positive things occur like as I'm saying I'm trying to picture the end of any other and none of them give me that impression yeah Even I agree Big Lebowski doesn't really give you that impression well because Donnie dies because Donnie dies yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. which I think maybe they did. That's probably why they killed Donnie at the end of that movie, right? So they're like, you know, this feels a little too like <laughs> everything's all wrapped up in a yeah. nice little bow. Let's kill, Let's kill Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> and is John Goodman? John Goodman's been in the most, right? He's been in the most Coen Brothers. Yeah, movies? like eighty percent of them. Probably, probably. It'd probably be between like him and Frances McDormand, right? Yeah, she's been in like four or five, right? I think he's been in more than her. Because he's in yeah. Lewandowski, big Lewandowski. He's in Lewandowski. Because Francis McDormand is in Where Art Caesar. <laughs> yeah, because he's he not in Hail that. Caesar. He he is not in Hail Caesar. But she's in Burn After Reading. She's in Burn After Reading. She's Fargo, Tragedy of Macbeth. Mm, okay, Blood right. Simple. Uh, oh yeah. Well, and wasn't she married to Joel? She's or ma- she still, or still she is. is. Yeah. Okay, so I mean that makes sense. And then yeah, she's a terrific actress, actor, and, <laughs> yeah. and gets to be in those movies. Are you are you talking about Joel Cohen's wife? <laughs> <laughs> That's how she signs her checks. Mrs. Joel Cohen. Joel Cohen. I'm sure. So Frances McDormand is in Blood Simple, Raising Arizona, okay, Fargo. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, neither of them are in Miller's Crossing. Burn War. After Reading um, and Tragedy of Macbeth. So that's five. John Goodman is in Raising Arizona. No, she's also in Hail Caesar. Or did you say that? No, she's not. In yes, she is. She's the editor who gets her... her uh, oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's so in small parts and other she's, things, yeah, she, too. Well, I mean, that it's no bigger of a part than... Actually, no, it's no bigger of a part than... Raising Arizona, she's just in the that one scene, basically. Yeah. Or two scenes, I guess, technically. There's two locations. And then I think uh, John Goodman's in Raising Arizona, Barton Fink, Big Lebowski, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, I don't, and then Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, then he gets sober, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think oh, so he's only been in five. Okay. She was also in The Man Who Wasn't There. Oh, okay. Was John Goodman in that? Not that I... No, okay, well, that no. makes sense, obviously. I mean, not obviously, but it makes sense that she would be in a bunch of them, because why not? I mean... Because yeah. <laughs> she's Joel Cohen's wife. Yeah, and she's a terrific she's actress, also uncredited. So like, her, she does a voice in Barton Fink, and she's uncredited as the mayor's secretary in Miller's Crossing. Oh, is she? Yeah. Uh, 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 so, yeah, she's, she's probably the champion. Okay. All right, I, I stand <laughs> corrected. Um, um, who's the voice actor at the end? It says, and also thanks the in uh, the impressive or the in th- this movie for the baby. Was it for the babies? I don't know. Oh, because then I, I was like, who, I why did they give that. him a special? Sh- it's the first time I've ever noticed that in the credits. Huh. And they give him a special shout out, and I like went to go look him up, and like his IMDb page is just mysterious. Like it <laughs> lists him in a bunch of things, but it doesn't tell you what. But he's a voice actor. Weird. So I am curious what the voice. I want to believe he's like all the silly voices that the ADR in this movie. Yeah, like you know, just get yourself down on the floor, young <laughs> Missy. What is it gonna be? And all the like, don't forget, don't forget the ring, don't forget the <laughs> whatever. That guy at the beginning who's always voiceover. <laughs> don't forget the profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turn to the right. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't forget to get guy. the fingers. Yeah, don't forget yeah. the right. fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, all of that shit. God damn it. It's so great. Just the imagery, like mm-hmm. all the high side, HI side is, uh, they're all wearing, uh, Hawaiian shirts and all of their <laughs> yeah, side yeah. are police officers <laughs> in their uniforms. Yeah. And when they go to do the crime, they're always wearing Hawaiian shirts. Right. And even at the end when HI and her, like they're coming, she's in her, puts her police fo- outfit back on and he puts on mm-hmm. a Hawaiian shirt to go. <laughs> it's, right. It, it's their, like, their uniforms. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean? What is, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I mean, and, and both John Goodman and, and William Forsythe put on Hawaiian shirts when they go to go rob the Hayseed Bank. Like, what is the deal with that? <laughs> and they, they both use, like, know. an incredible amount of palmate. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I love the indiscriminate gunplay in this movie. Like, uh-huh. they, when he's stealing Huggies and they're shooting him to kill. And yeah. he's running yeah. and they are shooting at him. Like, what the fuck? And then he goes running around. That scene is so great. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. tracking with them. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the, the, the big supermarket and the guy, like, shooting at him with a shotgun. Like, <laughs> yeah. and no face. Like, he's just like, Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> uh, this movie, oh, that and that's like, did you guys watch Barry? Have you watched Barry the the TV I saw show? The first season. Okay, there's a the second season with the the little girl Taekwondo girl. You got to watch that. It's okay. a bottle episode. You don't even need to see the whole series to see that one. And uh, fucking love it. It's the one that I recommend anybody who hasn't seen the show. Mm-hmm. Like, watch this. It's unreal. 
but it also has a sequence that happens in a supermarket, which watching Raising Arizona is like, oh, this is a fucking homage to Raising mm-hmm. Arizona, the way they've filmed this and the activity that happens. Uh, anyway, or not. The it just is also a supermarket. These, <laughs> the staging of every shot is so particular it's and so beautiful. Remarkable. Like, and this is their the second way everything film, right? Moves, yeah. It's, it's so good and like going back to the beginning the pre-credits sequence yeah. like that thing plays like music like it, it's mm-hmm. yeah. it's so perfectly cut and timed and written and, and like with the motifs with the alright then and the um, you know it, the repeating yes. of those those things over and over yeah um, oh my god with the, so with the awesome. parole board like the whole, yeah because we just want to hear the truth well then well, no, I, I guess I, guess I, I am telling, telling you, you want didn't we just tell you not to do that <laughs> yeah, well, son yeah. didn't we just tell you not to do that oh my but, gosh okay then <laughs> it's so fucking Back good out. it's all just earworms yeah. like yeah. all through and this was on just before MTV turned into that right like you know how culture just kind of progresses together like mtv was still all music videos for the most Mm -hmm. part and they weren't stylized like this they were they were filling it out they were it was still in that period where it was artistic like the the videos were more of another expression of the art rather than just a way to sell the record to the song that they were they were presenting and that kind of pacing and the way it's shot like that i feel influenced the next generation of whatever mtv became Am I am I off base? Because MTV became that jump know. cut and super fat, fast pace. The videos became that way, right? And I I swear it's because the people watching this movie were like, I love this. Like hmm. whoever hmm. the next you know five years later hitting the age to put together like Spike Jones yeah. would have been at the right age to that because then in the mid nineties he's he's out there doing these videos. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm stretching, but I feel I'm right. All right. No, I'm I'm I. There's probably something to that. I mean, I, I think that's of, part of why it's stuck like, with us. So many like, filmmakers get their, were right. getting their start in that era, like doing music videos. Yeah, well, right? Spike, right? Isn't that where he came from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're on a first name basis. It's or, skate orig- videos. Yeah. Originally, then. Spike was like BMX and skateboard videos sure, and sure. photography, yeah. and yeah. then started getting music videos. Yeah, and then yeah, started yeah, yeah. doing. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was his intro to like beyond the small niche world of skate videos. Right. It's interesting, like that the Coen brothers went the way they did after this because if I looked at this movie- The next movie, movie is Miller's like, Crossing? Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, but you look at this movie and then you look at like uh, the, like the Tim Burton movies of that time and then oh, you look yes. at, and then when Barry Sonnenfeld starts directing like with the Adams Family movies and stuff like that, okay. there's kind of a, a feeling about yeah. those that I feel like this movie fits in yes more than any of their others more than any of their others yes and Sam Raimi I would put in that in that I, camp as well the 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 um fuck what's his name the uh, uh fuck the director uh Pee-wee's Big Adventure Tim Burton Tim Burton thank yeah. you god it just brain like Pee-wee's is a, one that came, comes to mind With just the energy too. of the this the energy yeah. and the simplicity of it right like mm-hmm. this feels so Remarkable, and I'm I'm certain the budget was considerably lower than future uh, Coen brother movies yeah. had at their disposal, and it feels so flushed out. And it feels big. It feels big and like vibrant. Vi- yeah, but right. but Completely. in a way that like is working within their. I know words. I know <laughs> big yeah. words. But working within the, vibrant. <laughs> oh, working wow. within the, the constraints. Tones, the, the, right. That's why Tim Burton <laughs> movies started to feel like, oh God, take it easy, like. Peewee's is such a perfect film because he had mm-hmm. to work within the parameters of like a smaller thing. And so 
I feel like the art artistry came out more organic and palatable. I think it feels more, especially Pee Wee's Big Adventure feels more like a collaboration because it's not Maybe his, that's what I'm thinking. It's like of. a pre-existing character written okay. by but, Paul Rubens and, and Phil I, Hartman I, and they hire I can this still guy see based Tim on Burton, his style. But, I, but right? I could see Tim Burton turning it into a Tim Burton movie if that yeah, had been but he doesn't 10 quite. years later. So it's like he's not he's not able he doesn't he's, have that cachet yet. Well and maybe he's after, after figuring Adventure, it out. It's similar yeah. with the Coens right? Like this movie. No because you look at Tim Burton's early Tim, I, I, his thought that was his, I thought that was his first movie. Well, you look at Frank and Weenie, the half hour short he okay. did for Disney before that, and like his animated shorts, Vincent, and uh-huh. like they're full Tim on Burton. Tim Burton visions. Okay. Like okay. those feel like okay. Tim Burton okay. completely. So uh, Pee Wee's kind of an outlier as far as his stuff okay. goes, well, I feel, but it's got some of it. Yeah. It obviously comes through. I, and but that, to me, it's, it's, it's the reining that in that mm-hmm. makes that so joyous. Plus, it's such a, a brighter. Yeah, vision because yeah. even like he gets similar real, like, here. Here, yeah. this is much brighter. This is why the two connected yeah. for me. I think me too. They both I have had that kind thought. of like cartoony, yeah, uh, look to. And them. they feel like outliers. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the Coen movies don't really. F- this doesn't fit in with them yeah. in the same way that even. I was thinking. Burn like, after reading feels a little bit more in line with their their tone and their voice. Yeah. I was thinking something like um, for Tim Burton's side, like the Edward Scissorhands is uh-huh. also very colorful and it's uh-huh. suburban uh-huh. pastels and but all it, that, but it's got that dark castle looming and, over and it. It's, it's got all the the dark yeah. elements, which Pee Wee doesn't have a lot of that. Like a couple, like the clown dream sequence is a little dark. That's as but dark as that, it gets. But it's like large, just, large. It's just an angle at that thing going. <laughs> Like yeah. it's no, I mean like the dream he yeah, has yeah, yeah, with yeah. the stop motion dinosaur and the clowns doing surgery on his bike. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, but it's it gets a little just, nightmarish. But you know what's funny though is like, I think there's you're right. It is like a little bit of an outlier, but I would say that like Pee Wee's Big Adventure seems less like a Tim Burton movie than then this feels like a Cohen. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this yes. still feels yeah. like a Cohen Brothers yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's still a lot of their kind of yeah. like hallmarks. Like a lot like the uh repetitious like dialogue back and forths. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even just like the sand thing, like when we didn't have when we didn't have crawdad, <sighs> we ate sand. Yeah. You ate what? <laughs> sand. You ate you sand. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's I think that's partially because I mean, well, it's probably all because it's I mean it's an auteur theory thing, but they are the authors of these movies. Like they mm. write those. That's Tim Burton point. doesn't write his movies. Right. Even when he None conceives of, of the story, I don't think he's ever written a screenplay. I've not painted that I know of. But he's conceived of them. He's designed yeah, he's, the characters. Sure, like he's he's, yeah, he's, he's got integral a, in those things for not in Pee Wee, but in other stuff. Right. He's got a vision. Well, um, even Pee Wee was. But he doesn't write the dialogue. Like right. These guys are gonna, you know, I mean, they're gonna Paul, feel more uniform. Pee Wee mm-hmm. existed, but that world was created for that movie. That wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like part of the continuity of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he had the stage show. He had the stage show. show. Yeah, that's true. Him and Phil but, Hartman but like, developed it. A lot of the characters it. from the stage show don't show up in the movie. True. So, so I'm right. You're wrong. Anyway, move on. <laughs> I didn't know we were disagreeing. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm being ridiculous. You win. Uh, you I think, win. I think I Tucker up. just agreed with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, right. And you were yeah. like, so I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, was just, I agree I was with just... you and you're like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's anyway, our dynamic. Tell him Large Marge told, sent you. Oh, um, man. I still want to do a flash mob in yeah, a diner in a truck stop somewhere. <laughs> Plant people in there to do the other parts and come like, in with a bindle stick. A, a lot <laughs> Large of Large the... Marge. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be great. Like, a lot of the dialogue just... in, this, in this movie does feel like very 
like Cohen Z, especially yeah. especially God, like the much. side yeah. characters oh and like my God. like your Glenn. Glenn talk is more so about Glenn. great. Glenn is so great. Do you guys remember yeah. Glenn? Do you remember the, the Tracy Ullman show? Yeah, he was he was one of the character. He was one of the players on that show. Yeah. He disappeared. Like he did a handful did of he? things up until the early '90s, I think, and then I know his face so well. I just right. assumed he kept going. Well, but. and it, yeah, it, he, how did he's, this he's get still made? In stuff. He is, but he didn't like. He was. I don't know. To me, I, I recognized him. I was. Mm-hmm. I was into the Tracy Ullman show. So when he showed up in movies and stuff, I was like, Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. And he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't get the longevity though. I, I don't know. You're saying he's in stuff, but I don't see him in anything. Yeah. So. I mean, he's been in like he's in like a episode of TV pretty much every year or so. Really, he's huh? in. He's been I, in a couple movies like I figured VOD he and fell animation off so much, movies. I assumed that stuff. maybe he died, you know, uh, tragically young or something. Mm-hmm. But he's apparently still around. The last movie he was in was in 2019. It's the Netflix movie Claws. Oh my god! Mm. Like Santa Claus. Claws. It's in like an like anime. Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Um, he was in the hmm. Mod Squad in '99 with Claire okay. Danes. So yeah, he's just walking around. Dropped it, gorgeous. Um, Sunshine State. I'm talking about hmm. to swing. <laughs> We're swingers. <laughs> As oh in to, that was the other one. As in to swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might not know what to look at her, but she's a real Hellcat. <laughs> but what well, you know what's funny is so much of this movie. Like hits closer to home than it ever has before. Well, because mm-hmm. you're a dad. Because I'm a dad now. Yeah, yeah. Where the scene where <laughs> you're such Francis, a dad now. <laughs> yeah. The Hashtag dip. dad bod. <laughs> the dip test. You got to get that. Yeah. Oh, Fran- yeah. yeah. When, and I just <laughs> have vivid memories of so many people telling me yeah, all the stuff that I had to do, do yeah. before yeah. my son, my first son, was born. Yeah. That I was like uh, having like. A PTSD moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, God, everybody like nobody realizes how much they just pile on oh, to like an high, already like <laughs> dude, high stress yeah. situation. Nick Cage in that moment, he's just like uh-huh. he's <laughs> such a physical actor. It's so terrific, it's so terrific. That whole thing, like the more that whole sequence where he just gets more and more like. And by the time he's walking with Glenn, and that just thinking about how mm-hmm. you have to film that, like it's not. They didn't actually film it in sequence. Right, yeah. It's not like it was actually twenty minutes later. He's walking with yeah. Glenn. It's another whole day, but mm-hmm. he embodies that so well. Well, and that just like yeah. oh. the other stuff too oh. that I that I <laughs> really hair. love is that I love that high. Uh, basically, he, he's in. The, he's put himself in this position with his relationship with Ed, where he thinks that the only way to, to express his love for her is to like make big promises to her yeah. in the beginning yeah. and then as the yeah. movie's going along that he's realizing that he can't really live up to like all of his promises to her yeah. and he also thinks that it means that like part of being good to her is never disagreeing with her yeah, and never disappointing her and never right. disappointing her yeah. and never being so he's like got all this like mounting pressure on mm-hmm. him oh my which God. is I think something like I didn't I yeah, like I feel you. can you yeah, like yeah. everybody has an experience like that oh, yeah. where especially, they can start to relate to that? Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you're married and you have kids, and yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, there's a part of you that just feels obliged to make it work. Right, you're gonna make yeah. that work for the family, and you're gonna do whatever you can. And and high is so. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he just so ill equipped, yeah, so, completely yeah. over his head, and just 
Yeah. Despondent. Oh, and I love that when he comes walking down without the baby and she's like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't you come back here without no taller. I need me a baby. <laughs> no, no, HI, they got more than they can handle. <laughs> oh, honestly, one of my favorite parts of the movie, but like, she's so good yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorite parts in the movie is on the car ride home. On the car home. ride home, yes. When, oh, when yeah. she <laughs> starts breaking. <laughs> It's so, so great. Good. It's so, so great. Good. Yeah. All of that. And they're filming that on a studio, right? Like, and they solve that problem. Yeah. They solve that problem of how shitty that looks by just making it pitch black. It, mm-hmm. it, right. Everything, like little subtle mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, this movie is so good. It's yes. a perfection. I love that mm-hmm. pr- everybody pretty much like falls in love with the baby. Yeah. Oh, immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, the oh. Junior's like <laughs> some spell over everybody. The t- the t- that kid is uh, cute as fuck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. for oh sure. God. But especially like when when you then get to the point of like I think Gail, I got the best one. <laughs> Gail and oh, yeah. what Evil, Evil. Oh yeah, the, what are the, they? Gail and Evel. The Snow Brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, then like their John Goodman's turn yeah. to wanting William to Forsyth. keep the baby yeah. is so good. Yeah. Like so funny. Uh, and so much yelling in this movie. Oh I my love god! How much yelling I was there watching is. it in bed the other night while Jinx was trying to sleep, and oh, it got and to the, the part where on. they were escaping, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Right? And I was like, "Ah, turn. I'll watch it later." Yeah. I was like, "I'll watch it downstairs tomorrow." <laughs> 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 They're yeah. being birthed so, out of the ground. Yes, it's yeah. so amazing. <laughs> Pulls oh him my out God. by his leg. Yeah, and he's preaching. <laughs> Why is he doing that? Their, their relationship with High so is so uh like so true. Yeah. Like everything I yeah. love that everything in the movie is like so heightened, but still somehow true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, still it it touches on real shit. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, Who wears a family in this who wears pants in the family or HI? Yeah, so, and like the way he's like rubbing his nose and yeah. stuff like that of yeah. somebody who's like about to say something where you're just like, Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why are you both doing this to me right now? Oh yeah. my god. Everyone <laughs> is all those so little details perfect. of human behavior that yeah. they, they blow them up, but right. they're all still even it all feels really great. Everybody is per- like Nathan Arizona is fucking perfect like mm-hmm. he's exactly right yeah <laughs> that, that whole thing like and I don't I love know that he's, he's wearing a... his jam he's got fucking <laughs> got Yodas, Yodas on him and shit, shit. <laughs> that was so another good. earworm yeah. I don't yeah. know he's got Yodas <laughs> on him and shit he's wearing his jammies he's wearing his damn yeah. jammies yeah. <laughs> oh god I love this which movie which one which one is it it's Nathan Jr. I think yeah oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he thinks I, and I love how Every, they don't have them named it. I mean, there's no way. You have five yeah. kids, you'd have to keep each one have to a name tag on it until yeah. they got older. And the funny thing they're is, too, their diapers, is they're diapers. All, all their names are like Larry, Barry, Barry, Barry Harry, Gary, Gary, Gary and, Nathan, and Nathan Jr. Nathan Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so terrific. And those babies are old. <laughs> those are like yeah. 10-month-old yeah. babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's like mind is font now. <laughs> Kid was just crawling, right. crawling across the floor. He yeah. fell out of the crib. <laughs> yeah. face, face first out of the Dude, crib. That whole sequence where he is trying to <laughs> juggle the babies is just pure slapstick. That that's oh, where yeah. they like doesn't feel like a Coen movie, right? Like they, I don't think mm-hmm. they have ever roll into that much slapstick in the future. Do they? Am I missing something? That I seems mean, the most slapstick of anything I they think, do. Like stuff like. Oh, brother kind of tries to get there, but, but it doesn't quite get there. I don't think they try, though. I think they're going for a different vibe. I think like, it's because there's a similar... Uh, I know that Nicolas Cage has talked about silent movie acting. And oh, yeah. How he's, he is that's completely something he really doing likes. that. 
to to dabble in and then there's i think oh, george yeah. clooney kind of does a little old timey thing okay. so i think that's yeah, why that's it where feels it feels like similar, that but i think most well, of their movies is, going forward just they they have like moments of slapstick but well, it's not I as like, feel like it's prolonged. more i feel like it's more yeah. Yeah. that makes sense absurd yeah. i don't feel like they ever really tap into slapstick like because yeah i guess you're right nothing going on in that sequence makes any sense Right. There is no reason for him to be walking around, tiptoeing and moving the babies around and taking Hutsucker them out. Hudsucker proxy. Yes, you're right. Hudsucker, Hudsucker proxy. proxy is, it's is a very heightened, heightened silly. Like, like when yeah. that kid picks up that fucking. Everyone's hula very hoop. cartoonish. Oh yeah, when he's yeah. like the fu- when like the fire and the trash can and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. But that was early. That was like their fourth movie, right? Mm-hmm. Some. Yeah. Somewhere in there, something something hurt those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Joel? But yeah, that's very slapstick. And then like the chase scene is pretty slapstick. Is like it's very slapstick again Mm -hmm. too. Oh my god, I love this movie so much. I feel like you could just live in this movie. And like, there's big characters in their other movies, but like, they're cartoony. uh, To like the what's the what's that guy's name? Tex Randall Tex Cobb. No, because that that's uh that's the that's lone, the lone biker. biker of the apocalypse. No, I'm talking about the um uh the guy the old ma- the old oh, guy, the guy at work the, at work yeah oh, M M Walsh who's yeah, in, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah he's in blood simple blood simple yeah, yeah that's right not that mother scratcher there was a spherical <laughs> object sitting in the road <laughs> I love him yeah yeah that was he's another so one yeah. he's got his hand yeah. he's got a sandwich in the one hand <laughs> and his fucking head <laughs> in the other yeah. <laughs> and I is just <laughs> machining <laughs> at Hush Sucker Industries <laughs> um yeah Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is. It's like well, and that whole God, it's fucking perfect. Bring the baby home, and he's like showing around, and then they do the picture, and Mm. he's like, "We're about to pop here, about to pop here, honey, about to pop." And she's just like, "Ah." and that like captured like that tension growing. Then that picture is just all. (laughs) I love that picture. I would love to have that picture and just frame it Uh and put it on the wall. That'd be amazing. I mean, I mean, just I love um, every. And I love that there's so many like great asides, like or little performance things, and their line readings are so. Well, I was yeah, gonna say like, like mind you just don't in cut yourself, when, Mordecai. When uh, <laughs> just another way, it reminds me of Pee Wee's Big Adventure because well, yeah, that fucking movie. The more I watch it, the funnier his performances. Yeah. yeah, like yes, he's, he's so amazing in that amazing. movie. Well, yeah. I was gonna say like <laughs> even just going back to the way he. Nick, the way High speaks yeah. in that kind of mm-hmm. uh, like flowery, po- flowery, uh, poetic yeah. type of way, like oh, the way yeah. he's like showing Nathan Junior around the house and being like, yeah. "This is the the kitchen where we chow down and <laughs> we're mom and dad, uh, <laughs> mom, mom, mom and pa, dad chow down and like this is like the the divan where we <laughs> <laughs> do the entertaining, <laughs> the entertaining. It was a family unit and like yeah. stuff like that. Is uh, were you kidding me? We got us a family oh, here. What are you kidding me? Oh my oh, god, that's so awesome. That whole—that's where that kid, that kid, or children, yeah. the the, mm-hmm. ch- the baby acting is amazing, or whatever you call T. J. that. T.J. Like, Jr. That's that. Actor. They even give uh-huh. him a name, or like they reference a specific actor name, right? Like normally yeah. they've interchange. Inter- well, I guess the kid is old enough that they don't have to do that. But right. usually, baby acting is like ten babies, right, or whatever, or twins. Yeah, but twins, and a lot yeah. of it, like when it's the quince, it's clearly not. They're clearly not identical. 
Right. They're just right. five children. Yeah, babies. yeah just five. They're five they're very ba- large babies. Babies at various ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All like, of them with full heads of hair. Yeah, yeah full yeah. heads of hair and uh, way, yeah, way like uh, like 20 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> but that sequence when they do bring them home and they're just sitting there and, and that kid's just all looking back and forth uh-huh. and he's like, yeah. what are you yeah. kidding? We got a fan. Like that kid is so great. Like uh, yeah. they, they catch so yeah. many terrific responses from that kid. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. This movie is impeccable i also love there's not anything um, wrong with this movie the dream premonition of randall tex cobb's character that he has and that score (laughs) in that yeah it's like really dreamy and then when he wakes up holly hunter's singing that tune Mm. to the baby right like whatever song she's singing so smart i know i was actually as i was watching it i was like going into it i was like was that did i make the right choice or did I kind of whiff it by not picking? I don't even remember what my other picks could have been. Oh, Miller's Crossing and oh, Barton Fink. Barton Fink. Yeah. yeah, I was like, did I? Or no, wait. Didn't you? Roll I rolled Miller's, Miller's Crossing. Crossing. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. So it was between Miller's Crossing and Barton Fink. I was kind of like, yeah. maybe I picked like the one that's like great, but not as maybe not as good yeah. as those other two. But this one's always been in my top. Somewhere in the top five of their movies. Yeah, I guess it seems weird to say that like for for whatever reason, I guess I just have that like stupid bias of like (laughs) a a comedy just can't be as good as a drama. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, but they can. But they can't. They really can. Like this movie is really something. Yeah, especially when you think of all the comedies that you love that are actually like shitty yeah, but they're for sure. just really funny. Yeah, you know, um, like a Step Brothers or something like that. Yeah, right? it's yeah. like it's not a great film, right. but it's really funny. Right, so you're you're fine. Yeah, and exactly. You're like that's great. I love it. Yeah, but you're not going to be like, yeah. But this one, it's got all the technical elements. It's really well written. It's well edited. It's yeah. It's a movie, and it's, it feels like. It's not a showcase for one guy's jokes, basically. Or, or like <laughs> improv skills. Right, right. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, I think because it's got like all the f- like real family stuff, mm-hmm. like the idea of like being a woman who's so ready to have kids and re- realize like finding out that you can't have kids. Yeah. The realness of that is so powerful that it just uh, you can understand their actions moving forward even though their actions are reprehensible yeah like stealing a baby is so (laughs) so unhinged Uh and awful and the idea that they're justifying it to themselves by they have more than they can handle but just based basically off of one headline like oh they have more than they can handle we should go take this bit one of theirs and we're basically doing a favor yeah (laughs) so and to make these characters like that you're with them that you're Uh you know they give they give them such a weird uh an innocence (laughs) and uh lovability right no highs uh repeat oh oh okay oh okay Okay. um but yeah i think because they ground it in like real actual family drama of of newly wed couple dealing with the first hurdles of love and marriage Mm -hmm. is makes it like a cut above uh, just a average comedy you know yeah which it so yeah and (laughs) miller's crossing doesn't do that (laughs) (laughs) 
Miller's Crossing does some awesome stuff too, though. Sure, but I think this. But no, it, this is the this is the contender for you for sure. This for me with Raising Arizona, it's got because it's so much closer to my actual life mm-hmm. I, that I can f- like see myself in parts of it and like yeah. can relate to the feelings so much more. Oh sure, uh, makes it. For sure, I'm glad I picked it over Miller's Crossing. Yeah, Barton you know, Fink. Barton Fink. I can relate to that movie for like yeah. a whole bunch of other different right. reasons, but that's yeah. more of like a inside Lewin Davis, the inside yeah. Lewin Davis kind of reasons, yeah. you know, where I can relate to the plight of somebody who's trying really hard. <laughs> and yeah, just can't fucking figure it out. I think you and I ended up with two of the more crowd pleasing uh, Cohen movies. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Raising Arizona was like particularly like crowd pleasing when it came out, right? I don't really remember any actual people talking about it. I did remember like hearing like maybe it was Siskel and Ebert or something yeah. that really liked it. I can't remember, but I felt like I felt like I was aware that it had a good reputation because I was a weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to <You> reiterate, <laughs> I was a weirdo. Oh, we know. All right, so this is a great movie. Um, yep, Raising Arizona. No, a perfect movie. Yeah, on it's AFI's I think perfect movie. 100 years, 100 laughs list. 45th on Bravo's 100 funniest movies. Is it? Okay, mm-hmm. good. That's good. God damn right it is. Um, so mixed reviews at the time of its release. Yeah. Well, um, I, I listened to the canon. No, not. What did, what did that become? Not the canon. It became Unspooled? with Paul. Yeah, Unspooled. The episode of Unspooled about, about this and I think Paul went into they were forced to market it focusing on the baby because uh, there was baby boom and some other baby mm. related move. I think that th- that was when the, um, the talking was baby who's talking, who's talking then maybe it, it was, was before that. That was before that. Uh, it's before that, but it was, yeah. they didn't know how to market it because it wasn't, I, I, you know, it's an, yeah, it's, it's a strain that the Coens aren't Coens yet. So you don't, you can't just be like the yeah. latest movie from the Coen. But so the commercials, and I do remember this as they were talking about it. I was like, I do remember that. And that's part of, I think why I felt weird. Like I couldn't put my finger on the movie. Right. Cause it did. It was the trailer that was put out, made it look like a goofy rom-com about trying to raise a baby. Yeah. Which is not what the movie is. Right. But they, <laughs> well, three men and a baby was that. That same time. Maybe that's what it is. And so they were trying Mm -hmm. to make the marketing for it. And you have like your Mr. Moms, like those kind of like, kind of like goofy. And so people going to see that movie with that mindset, I can see being like, I I don't know what that was. That wasn't Mr. Moms. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it does, I mean, it's easier in hindsight, especially having watched it a billion times that it's just like, but you know. Mm Mm-hmm. What is this movie? W- yeah. What's going on? You know, and it's it's like so unique, yeah. And its delivery and its voice and its, and a, its tone and like all that stuff is well, so unique and so it's cartoony, but not in the way you think when you think of Three Men and a Baby style. It's cartoony but grounded. Yeah, it's weird. And like, what? It's a weird movie. What is it about? Right, like because it isn't about. Well, that's kind of what I was saying to Tucker while you were getting your coffee. We is kept that talking. It's, it's, what? It's, it, it's kind of just, I think it's just kind of about the the early, like it's a very amplified, like cartoony version of just like the hurdles of 
early parenting early well early marriage like early love and early marriage okay Mm -hmm. like because that's like the whole movie is about like them True. like meeting, that, that then getting the together. Through, that, that is the through, yeah. Th- the through, and then the, the, the end thread. of the movie is like, will they stay together yeah, or not? Even right. though they just had like this whole yeah. like experience, which is interesting. And they're dealing with like real things yes. that come with that, like parent, like well, compromise, compromise, but yes, also yeah. like the like learning that she's her yes. <laughs> insides are a rocky place. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all, well, all, and then like, those like, are the real depression, things. Yeah, yeah. The depression that comes with that and mm-hmm. the, the struggle yeah. to maintain a, a, a happy home mm-hmm. in, after things are no longer roses and sunshine. Exactly. And that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And it's also not in your face about it. So right. again, going to the theater expecting to see three men and a baby bumbling around style humor the Ameri- I, okay my uncle who was a big cinephile mm-hmm. at you know or i assume still is but was he had like bought a house and he'd put a he was the first person i knew to ever have like a screening room in his house right yeah. like mm-hmm. and just he just had like big leather f- furniture and and it wasn't even a screen he just had a big screen tv and he sure. just invested in making you know he bought movies all the time and he's going to introduce me to american werewolf in london like like nice. he had solid taste or whatever mm-hmm. he was just into movies and I remember commenting on how much I loved this movie when I came he was in Cleveland and I came to visit and he was just like yeah I didn't I didn't like it like he just didn't yeah. get it mm-hmm. which was the first time I was ready for this shit yeah it was the first time I experienced your kids are gonna love it it was the first time I experienced of like oh okay because it really was it is offbeat right mm-hmm. that's in it I can in I guess he was more pedestrian in his taste, I guess. I mean, he also introduced me to all of the, like, Laurel and Hardy movies, like yeah. those old black and white, you know, truly slapstick shit. That mm-hmm. I mean, that, that whole fight sequence at the end of this movie is so cartoony, violent, mm-hmm. and awesome. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's just one more example to me of, like, the yeah. movie didn't, because like you said, it didn't resonate with audiences when it came out. Right. So much of their career was spent like that. I right? know. Like Lebowski's same thing. They're comedies. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> right? Yeah, like, they're comedies. Hail Caesar, by the time Hail Caesar came out, they were established, so nobody was like, nobody's going to be like, eh, this isn't that, you know, you but know. But still, like, even I liked it and didn't recognize how great it was mm-hmm. until I watched it yeah, again. but you were also young, bro. I mean, huh? you were young. He's talking about Hail oh, Caesar. I'm talking about Hail Caesar. Oh, like, oh even sure. Even still up to then, I was You're like, right. oh, it's kind of lesser it's Cones, fun. but it was great. Yeah, And then right. I watched it again, I'm like, it's fucking great. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And even right. like even yeah, like right. Lou and Davis to an extent too, oh, yeah, uh, or like a serious man, like both of those movies yeah. are- Did you wind up watching it? Have uh-huh. you watched it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are funny. And like yeah. a serious man, I remember telling Tucker uh, when I saw him, because our kids go to the same school, so I see Tucker- at school. You'll be get it. You guys hang out without me. I got All it. It's fun. Week. <laughs> All week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that you have your, uh, like your a private serious... text messaging and talking shit about me. I know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what Dylan put on Facebook. God. Oh my god. That what a fucking guy. <laughs> what a dick. He sends one more picture of that chick with her butt out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to do this in our thread, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> But those movies, like A Serious Man is way funnier than I thought it yes. was going to be. And you're yeah. right. In there, all that way. All yeah. of their movies mm-hmm. are way homers, man. Like, you, yeah. You, yeah. And I think part of that, with this, with all of them, you do have something lingering. Even if, like, yeah. it, with Hail Caesar, especially because you're trained by now to know, okay, something else there. Like, like I liked could, it. It was you okay. You can sense that it's made by a genius, <laughs> and you're not quite sure why. 
You know something's there. Maybe you're we should have, we should have inverted this whole <laughs> approach and focused on intolerable cruelty, the lady, lady killers, killers. I don't and know what the third whatever the third be. one would be to see if yeah, there well, is something in there that we're. I mean, I. I've seen them multiple be, right? times, and I do You've seen actually, those multiple times. I have. Oh, okay. But I don't know that I. I can't even remember if I made they've it. They've never all the way become through. great to me. Sure. But I have the Hudsucker proxy, probably. probably. But that probably. I guess. I guess that. so. But that's still. I yeah, it's, really dig that movie. Yeah. I, I would point yeah. to it, and, and yeah, me too. And I would point to it and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, maybe. I love the Ballad I really of Buster enjoyed Scruggs. That. I fucking love it. Um, so it's I just keep two. watching. Just, just the two, two towards the bottom. I feel like there's just the two outliers. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a it's not a Gaussian. And they're not even it, bad. It's, it's just they're just not as great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just missing the kind of yeah. It's just a, magic it's, for yeah. some reason. But they're not bad. They're fine. Yeah. Especially what they're you know what they're doing is, you know, like the madcap screwball romantic comedy structure of yeah and intolerable then, cruelty. M- maybe and then, that just didn't quite nail. Maybe. Catherine Zeta-Jones and George Clooney just didn't quite nail it. Maybe it's on them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I actually don't want to go know. revisit unless you make me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you someday. I'm sure we'll get there. I had buddy. a moment of like trying to keep up with you with all your your um, m- movie. Uh, what am I trying to say? Your your you're perpetually watching a bunch of things and you, you oh, put yeah, them up yeah, on yeah. and it's on, on Insta. My Instagram and, so when I see that, I'm like, ooh. I'm like, Go f- but you're so pro- <laughs> prolific. I'm like, I, I can't Stop get over this. Garbage. <laughs> um, in regards to uh, film fests, that's the word. Oh, yeah. for. My fests. Your fest. Uh, um, fest, fest. How does it, like Raising Arizona stack up specifically, I think, to the other comedies of the Coens? Of the Coens? Mm. Yeah. I, I especially having just rewatched it, it's the top. It is so fucking good, and I just rewatched Hail Caesar before that, so yeah. I feel like I have a good. I, I, I have mean, a I'd, solid I'd have to subjective perspective. To know what we're considering, just objective comedies whatever. like straight comedies. Yeah, um, I would say you got like Raising Arizona, Hudsucker Proxy, Big Lebowski, uh, Burn After Reading. And I'm, hail, and hail Caesar. Yeah, I think it's the best. I'm putting it yeah. into the best because again, I guess hail Caesar has a positive, optimistic outlook, but it's a little bit more. It still feels more bleak. It feels mm-hmm. like a rich guy has been able to find a way to continue doing what he's doing in the midst of the world that he's in. But that's not as upbeat as this one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think I don't know why I'm stuck on that. I think for thing, me, it would probably come down to. I don't know that Raising Arizona is necessarily the funniest of their comedies, but I think it's. I think it's. I think it's like. <laughs> I think it is too. I'm, I'm not. I don't mean to interrupt you. I just. Well, I, I just like Burn After Reading to me is so <laughs> funny. Really funny. Is yeah. I think it like yes, it if it's not if Raising Arizona isn't the funniest, then I would probably say it's Burn After Reading. Yeah, I, I, but Raising Arizona is just so much more slapstick. And so, after and so much is, more, and so much sweeter. It's yeah, sweeter. Yeah. yeah. Burn after reading is more absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And bleak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and bleak. I, God, I love these guys so much. They're the best. It feels really good to like <clears throat> be discovering something new. 
yeah. for this podcast and then sharing it with our, our tremendous our, audience. Or like a but, dozen people who are yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I know, I like the movie too. Thanks. <laughs> so you guys got to check these guys out. <laughs> you guys heard of these Coen brothers? <laughs> They're really something. <laughs> They're pretty I, good. I, I, they I, are pretty good. Yeah. Did you guys, do, it seemed like you guys thought I was actually trying to say something. <laughs> I, I thought so for a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Or groundbreaking. Never mind. Re- re- I was like, yeah. what does he mean? Oh, yeah. It's full oh. of shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's let's end this shit so that we can get to the competition. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The competition. <laughs> As I suspected, I think it's just whatever was the last one we watched is the best one, know. right? That, that's the struggle. <laughs> Whichever one I just saw is my favorite it's one. True. Okay, we're gonna watch them all simultaneously yeah, wait, this week, all, all on three screens <laughs> at once. Because no, then, I, as I was watching, I was just like, dude, this movie is so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every- it's kind of like pure joy. It's pure mm-hmm. joy, dude. H I. McDonough, and it's weird mm-hmm. that they never worked with him with Nick with, Cage. With Nick I mean, Cage I guess it's not he weird, never, that but they he just never went yeah. back to them either. The, all of their movies kind of have like Such a repeating a cast, presence. right? He, yeah, you know, it is know. curious that he never they never cross paths again. I, from what I've heard on like background stuff, like reading through trivia's and whatnot, apparently they didn't. Like, well, they didn't like his performance, right? There was they just something didn't, like jive with each other. Their yeah. styles didn't jive with each other very okay. well because he's like so like improvis- improvisational, and they I can see that. don't like that at all. I can see that, yeah, and, yeah. and he does infuse that this with a ton of that. This his character in this is infused with that, but I appreciate that it feels contained. Like mm-hmm. the, I, that's funny that that's the takeaway because. If anything, to me, it looks like they are the perfect yeah. chemistry. He feels right. so controlled in this yes. movie to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, feels, like, that's he's what I'm so saying. Like, dude, of it. Nick Cage and in the 80s is amazing. It's crazy. The fucking confidence that it. guy has right. out of to the be gate. Out of the gate. fucking weird. Like, right up front. Like, even again, like, he's in a movie by his famous uncle. Which one? Peggy Sue got married, and he comes to. Oh God, he comes, comes to it with, with that, that voice. voice that, well, that the voice studio is, what... is pressing Francis to tell him to knock it off. Yeah, and, and he doesn't even like it. But and he's still like letting him do let, it. But and that and it's is the best fucking thing in the movie. <laughs> and that is the reason Cher insisted on him for Moonstruck because she saw that performance yeah. and was just like, that guy has something going on. Bring him in for this character. Yeah, he's great in that too. He's fucking. That's yeah, what I mean. He, Vampire his kiss whole, right around then. Dude, Birdie. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. Everything he did in that period. We should. We should. Well. Uh, I've we done could do a Nick Cage cast. Nick Cage we gotta, unit. We gotta do we'll a, do it we someday. Gotta, Nick Cage. We gotta do we, the next. If we do Nick another Cage one like in that, the eighties, we gotta do. Let's a roll woman, We gotta do a, a woman <laughs> actor though. I, we, I'm, I'm sorry, Brad. We have to do what? I know that disappoints you. <laughs> you have to do what? What you say? I was the one who wanted to do Tony Collette. I know. Tony I'm, just, I'm just being funny because oh, the way you Collette. looked up at me just yeah. now. Yeah. You son of a bitch, dude. You is it bitch? about to just start pouring out there? Because it just got really dark. I did get really pouring already. Thank you. Um, <laughs> bring in the noise. Bring in the light. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm excited anyway. to see how this turns out. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. coming That's again, what... like feeling like I, I, I don't. I'm representing my least favorite of the three. Huh, okay. So because both of these two would be higher, uh, Lewin Davis and Raising Arizona I, would both a, be higher after than having Fargo just for me. Watched all three. I am in um, agreement with you. Yeah. It was just the roll of the dice. Yeah. I guess I got to come fighting for Fargo, but I don't fighting know how for Fargo. genuine that is. 
Um, <laughs> well, I feel like I actually have a after. I think you have a fighting chance. I, I, a good I would. Chance. I, I didn't Going think in, I did. I assumed first. I had this thing fucking locked. But yeah. dude, yeah, that's what I was saying as we sat mm-hmm. down. Is like I'm coming in hot because I love this fucking movie. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's actually going to be pretty easy for me to <laughs> make a compelling yeah. argument yeah. for why this yeah. might yeah. 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 should t- possibly take the cake. And I oh, take the cake. I, mm. I, oh, I are we getting cake this week? I, oh, cool. Going oh, into sweet. next week, I would wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. That, We're talking about cake. I'm going to fucking fight hard. Does <laughs> 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 only the winner get the cake? Is yeah. it cake? Shit, it's cake. Is it cake? Guys, it ain't no cake fucking you understand? Um, Fuck. It does. That show. The show is amazing. And the show is it cake? Is no, cake. Fargo fucking rules. Oh, <laughs> trying I to win the cake. About, is it cake? The movie. I was like, did that come out within the last couple of weeks? And I missed it since <laughs> that show came out on Netflix because I <laughs> love that show. Um, the show where people just keep constantly biting into a big <laughs> block of cement because they thought it was cake. <laughs> they just cut into yeah, it. Yeah, they just cut through That'd a suitcase. That'd be better if they made him bite into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it really is a tripod. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's a piece a of tripod. luggage. <laughs> Oh, I just had to bite into this guy's <laughs> briefcase. Oh, shoot. That's Ow. actual head cheese. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> but I'm feeling pretty confident going yeah, into you should. going into you next should, week. pal. Yeah, you really knocked it out of the park, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, luck be a lady tonight. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. What were your, you, where did you have this? I landed on Miller's Crossing. Okay, so, so it was between this. Miller's Crossing, Raising That's Arizona, okay. and Barton Fink. Barton so Fink. I went with Raising Arizona. And this is a smart choice. I'm happy. Th- I'm actually happy yeah. that I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Although I feel like I love Miller's Crossing, but I don't think it would have yeah. won. Me it, too. It, there's a there's a pacing to it that I think is intentional, but it still lags. That was one of their movies that took me the longest to embrace. But yeah. the last couple times I've seen it, I yeah. really really well because they are recreating that genre, and mm-hmm. those older movies have periods that kind of lag. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's a like. I think it was an intentional thing. I mean, it's a gangster movie, you know. So I it's love like, gangster movies. Yeah, but I just mean like, there's something that's a little bit, uh, like, less unique to it than the, a lot sure. of their other stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of their other movies seem to like exist outside of genre. Yeah, but they're yeah. I do know what you're saying. Well, and Miller's well, Crossing is more. I feel like a lot of them. No, they, play they with try genre. to play with genre, and this one is a they're lot. trying to like put themselves in it it, and that, and it does also. have a lot more interesting stuff in it than you realize and a no, lot more no. Cohen-y stuff I'm then just saying to engage with that one for some reason I found I, it kind of distant and then for some reason this last couple of times I was it's like smarter oh shit there's a lot of cool shit but what I'm just all I'm saying is that like a lot of their other movies even if they're playing with like certain genre conventions there's always like yeah, this one. other stuff mixed into it like yeah. with burn after reading you it's like a com- like a comedy spy, spy yeah. caper like cia political mm-hmm. thriller all wrapped <laughs> yeah. into one yeah. you know yeah. uh and like big lebowski's like a duh, like a pulp detective story slash stoner comedy yeah. you know right, what i mean right. like miller's crossing is a gangster movie. Gangster movie. And they play with the conventions and they play with the mm-hmm. formula and the genre, but it's still well, but like they, it, exists to me it, within that. It feels like they're trying to make a 1940s gangster movie. Not mm-hmm. just a gangster movie, but that specific time period. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And similar to Hudsucker, like they're trying to make a madcap comedy from the 40s. Right. I just think it's the reason why it seems maybe like a little bit uh, yeah, yeah, it's on the nose. Yeah, Compar- comparatively on the nose. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, and True Grit's basically on the nose, but yes, I get what you mean. True, yeah, yeah, True Grit as well. But yeah. True Grit's, honestly, True Grit's another one where I'm like, this is, I acknowledge that this is great, but it's I would never put it like at the top of my list of you. favorites. Mm-hmm. I feel you know, you. Know, at the same time, I will watch it anytime. Oh, I see hell yeah. It. Shoot, yeah, for sure, me yeah. too. But that's like the ghost for almost all of them. Basically, so they should uh, just have their own channel, and they just rotate. They probably do on Pluto TV. <laughs> you just rotate, <laughs> rotate through Cohen and Doesn't PT everything? Anderson. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've never looked at Pluto. It's huh? just got like a. God, that's where you can watch all three's companies, sir. Oh, is that how there's you're a, doing there's it? There's a three companies channel. Well, I have them channel. on DVDs. What the they fuck is show, wrong with you? <laughs> they don't show the full versions. Oh, they're tra- on Pluto. They're, they're trimmed they're for commercials or whatever. Ones. Yeah, so yeah. they're missing like two, three minutes. And that's so some I like quality to, I like stuff. To I still haven't gotten on that show with you. The, I'm, I know. I'm, I need to get on there before in. you get through. We're almost wrapping up season two, so oh, okay. I got we got you. a long. We got years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I want to get in there when Mr. Furley shows up. So. Oh God, that's like season five. So, All right. <laughs> see you in a couple years. <laughs> see, yeah. Uh, <laughs> were we the Ropers it. on there that long? Yeah, I thought they were gone by like the middle of season three. I think it's four <laughs> seasons. Um. All right. So I, I love Raising Arizona so much. Yeah. Is there anything we haven't talked about? I mean, the lone, the lone biker yeah, of the Rex. apocalypse. Like he's awesome. I think he's kind of underrated as like a uh, classic. Really, so like uh, f- film antagonist villain. Yeah, he's yeah. so he, distinct and singular. He and died. Fun. He did die uh, tragically young, right? Like Randall Cobb died mm. at like the age of fifty or something from yeah. cancer, I think. Because he's really good. Like yeah. that role is undervalued like he no com- dude he's still alive why did i think where did i thought i read that he died he's I 72 I huh what the fuck is wrong with me apparently he was uh not fun to work with i bet as, well, he's far, like a as far former- as like the cohen's say they say he's less of an actor than a force of nature i don't know if i'd rush headlong into employing him for a future film no well because <laughs> yeah and what he's yeah. playing is also but i mean he's only what the other thing is in that fletch sequel it's the only other thing i, I remember lives. seeing him in I remember seeing his name all the time. Because he's, he's the guy in, in the jail with him, and he's like, bend over, and he's like, oh, that's right. nice to meet you, Ben. Victor Hugo. Hugo, Victor Hugo. And, and apparently the tension between Classic. Nicolas Cage and the Coens wasn't like... Uh, Palpable. Wasn't like bombastic, or anything. it wasn't like... Sure. They just... It was kind of rocky. Sure. Because... And Nicolas Cage kind of owns up to it now, where he says that like he came in as kind of like a young actor... Yeah, and had all these suggestions for them, and they were like, "We're not doing that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which you know, nine hundred movies later, he's like, "No, eh, that was I should have just come in." Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Listen. what I was going to say about Cobb, that fight sequence at the end, when they're fighting, yeah. like, when I, at some point I don't remember the exact choreography, but when he's slapping him, slapping him, uh-huh. slapping him. <clears throat> And then he lets go of him, and he does a spin kick. <laughs> he does a really good yeah. spin kick. I mean, he's a big dude, like, yeah. and there's no reason for him to be that agile. But like, that leg is up and hits in the face area. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. I I was watching for it because I was like, oh, it's probably one of those like edited together so it looks uh, continuous. But I don't know. He's yeah. He was in <clears throat> the champ. Okay, remember that? Yes. Uh, and he was in the golden child. Oh, and okay. um. He's just—he's always just playing Critical like a condition thug. with Richard Pryor. He was in Police Academy Four, Fletch Lives Collision Course with Jay Leno and Pat Morita. Oh, remember that one? Blind Fury boy, with Rucker Howard. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Ernest goes to jail. 
This guy's the best. He's Ace a, Ventura, Naked Gun 33 and a third. He also had Liar, like, Liar, your favorite courtroom why movie. Why did I think that he died? <laughs> Ooh, that's weird that I would have He's that. also a, like a prolific boxer. I can see that. Was mm, I thought he was a pro. how he got into it with the champ. That was oh, his first dang. credit. So. 42, he had a, his boxing career. Okay, so he was a from boxer. the 70s through the 90s. Okay, so he was a boxer. He, yeah. I thought he was a football guy, but he was he a was boxer. He was a boxer. Okay. He also John Matuzak? 42 wins. Yeah, Sloth. probably. Yeah. Guys, he, his boxing record was 42, 42 wins. Yeah, wow. He was a fucking badass. Seven losses. Yeah, he's huge. 35 knockouts. Well, that's yeah. pretty impressive that Nick Cage got the drop on him. Like, <laughs> with those grenades. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, he had a bo- he had a boxing match here in nineteen 19- here in Boise in nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Wow. I know. Who did he box? So he was still boxing. Paul Lewis. After yeah. being a world class movie star <laughs> in Seriously, Police Academy Four. His last fight was in ninety three. <laughs> He boxed. He was a boxer from the seventies, late seventies to the early nineties. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, He's probably tough as shit. <laughs> yeah. What's What's your favorite uh, uh, alone biker of the apocalypse moment in the movie? Do you have a favorite? I well, Leonard Small's I like, moment. I like when he blows up the the bunny. The bunny. The That's bunny. amazing. That's yeah. the first thing that popped into my head. But um, that also when he's about to get the when he's got both barrels of the do, both double barrel shotguns aimed at Nick Cage and he pulls up the the thing and he's all, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that because that because he gets all vulnerable right there he's just like right. <laughs> and then he's like clamoring like everything has been fucking perfect like there yeah. is no nothing rattles this guy and in that last moment he can't he's all klutzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that moment. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. I think I mm-hmm. like the <laughs> they can even humanize that, that guy. beast. Yeah. In that, in that last after moment. all of that in that last moment. Yeah. Like way more than anybody. Yeah. Uh humanizes any of these Yeah. untouchable assassins. <laughs> that yeah. We were talking about Oh right. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know. Except for Jason Bourne. Don't you? Oh, right, right, right. You badmouth Jason Sorry. Bourne. Forgot about Jason. Right, and Keanu Reeves in the Man of Tai Chi. He's very Jesus he's they Christ. humanize him, but at the end, right? Do they? Yeah, because he goes, Effects. "You owe me a lot." <laughs> so effectively. What's your? You didn't see yours. Uh, I think I like the flower lighting on fire yeah. as he drives that's by. Early <laughs> sequence. That's yeah. great. I watching that, I was like, "How did they do that?" Right, because it's all pretty low key special effects in this movie. Yeah. Everything is like kind of practical. practical yeah. So they probably just have like a tube that goes like from off camera up under the flower that has mm. just like lights a little flame, like a could be, or even it's just probably coated in in uh, vapor. And as it goes by, they just pull the do something to ignite it that you just don't see optically. What? Oh yeah, or are they just like burn it with a match <laughs> well that's what i mean like it's coated with something and then they just like hit yeah. it with hit it with a flame that you don't see somehow yeah that's what i mean like yeah. just like a little spark probably like underneath it oh i thought you were saying like just that was delivering like lighter fluid but no just to deliver the flame yeah deliver the, yeah. oh yeah yeah that something like that <laughs> or even just stop motion <laughs> like yeah it just drives by and then they light it on fire and then they start the camera again yeah. and then just edit it together <laughs> right <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah. how'd they do that <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah i think that's probably my favorite uh, uh, the every everything pretty pretty much from start to finish from start to great. finish like that whole driving mm-hmm. sequence and he's you know and i can't stress how much i appreciate the humanness of it all yeah mm-hmm. the 
Better, like, better, gel, better step it up. I'm in Dutch with the wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just so much, so much like real <laughs> life stuff in the movie that's just got like a sheen of cartoon, yeah, cartooniness, but yeah. it still has like real stuff in it yeah. that I think makes it so uh, cartoony and grounded. Fun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fun, but real and. Uh, it's great. Yeah, it is yeah. just great. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Um, I want to. I want to hang out with those guys. I want to be mm-hmm. High McDonough so bad. Yeah, like he's a style icon. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like yeah. everything yeah. about sure. him, like that. What he's wearing when he's walking with Glenn, and Glenn is dressed like such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just like folding his shoe, and he's like that look on his face. Well, that, the, when he's face. got the yeah. when he's got the hose like wrapped around yeah. his arms, he's got like the fucking vacation hat on. <laughs> And yeah. he's like wearing his flip flops with socks, and, <laughs> and he's watering the plants in the desert. Everything. I love that he's a character that I can. You think of him, and you think of his whole All thing. Of them. Like, um, it's not just an actor. Like, you know, like yeah. so many things are like Jason Bourne, where yeah. it's just like, oh, it's Matt Damon. Yeah, 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 whatever. No, this is H. It was like I. the McDonough. last time I remember thinking like fucking costuming finally did it again was. Uh, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I was like, that's an iconic movie costume yeah. right mm-hmm. there. Like, everybody's yes. going to think of that forever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's so rare that it's like yeah. fucking Kurt it's Russell's really shirt and uh, Big Trouble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all those. You're right. You're love right. that shit. Marty McFly's get up. It's all yeah. very iconic. But yeah, he's one of those with the hairstyle and the, the yeah. Hawaiian shirts. And oh my the, God, like, he's yeah. amazing. Like, the fact that's that, a, and also Jack Burton's like <clears throat> knee high boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moccasins. Aren't they moccasins? Like, they are. Moccasin yeah, boots. Like moccasin yeah. boots. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. High is like for real, though. Like, like yeah. Batman's cowl. Style huh? icon. <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like what a good that'd be a good Halloween costume. Yeah, would be. Yeah, like for you, you, you could gotta, do it. Yeah, you got to be real thin. Yeah, I mean, well, you could. Yeah. you're the closest to the people you in the room. Start right, your hair you, out a you can't. Bit. You can't be like some. Well, I did just cut my hair. It yeah. was very long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah when October. I had like yeah that hair I had for a minute <laughs> would have worked. Um, my hair was like oh, down to oh, almost down to my shoulders. Really? How did I before I could, well because I always wear a hat. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was like poofing out really far in yeah. the back, uh, yeah. and then I just cut it all off like a week ago. Yeah, uh, and now I'm free. Um, anyways, <laughs> I loved watching this movie so much. Uh, it was great. I'm sad to be uh, that this was our last Coen Brothers movie for <laughs> yeah. now. For now, we're gonna be starting a new series after we come back for our next episode to uh, see which one of these is the best Coen Brothers movie of yeah. all time and all the other ones we're going to just kill off into obscurity <laughs> uh, we're going <laughs> to murder them we're going to tie a little we're going to put a wire around their neck and just wow <laughs> take them all out um, and <laughs> I, didn't <fuck>. know. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know I didn't stakes <laughs> so Ooh, watch your back I, I really want mine to win <laughs> watch your back Coen Brothers movies Did I show you guys filmography costume let me see i'm gonna be uh <laughs> i'm gonna be amity harbor master what tucker <laughs> betrell i think his name's frank silva <laughs> from jaws i've got all of it i just gotta like cut my hair off i guess but i have her a weirdo <laughs> I, I have the shirt the shirts the pipe the hat i gotta make 
the cereal. What is he holding? It's oh. it's a box of cereal and like Domino sugar and some milk. You're a weirdo. I gotta oh, I make it, it like one bag of Lay's. Everyone's gonna just assume you're the skipper from Gilligan's Island, though. Yeah, and or they'd be Popeye. wrong. Popeye. Fucking Amity <laughs> Harbor Master. Oh my god, um, I'm so. <laughs> I think that's his name. I can't remember. <laughs> I covered it up with my name on that picture. So. Um, <laughs> all thanks. Uh, do, you, do you guys have any last no, minute man, things? Okay, let's wrap this up then. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Do all that normal yeah. podcast stuff you that, really you, that you yeah. love you to do. do. Uh, if you're feeling nasty, give us some, a tip. Nasty. Uh, yeah, if you're feeling nasty. Oh, my God. Oh, Dylan, you're, Dude, you're so nasty. nasty. Oh, so nasty. Give us a nasty tip. Oh, yeah. Give us nasty, nasty tips away tips. from us. Little <laughs> <laughs> nasty tips. <laughs> just, just the nasty tip. Uh, if anybody uh, was ever going to give no. us a, some money in our tip jar, they would not. Rally. No, yeah, they're like, oh, mm, I'm done supporting mm, this show. I don't need to be associated with nasty. I don't, I don't know why it was today that I chose to listen to this show with no headphones in my office <laughs> at work. <laughs> and now they're talking about nasty tips. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back next week to declare a winner. And um, until then, uh, cry uh, macho, shitters. You ate sand. <laughs> yeah.